You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Curls Horrorcast is brought to you by Dee Dee Donahue, Matt N., Al White, and Charles. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. and thanks for joining us on the 229th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. And this week's episode marks the second episode in our Listener Request Month series. Number two. We, uh, yeah, the, the number two one. <laughs> uh <laughs> We made a wheel covering all of the requests that were sent in to us by our lovely listeners. And what was selected for us this week was Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things and Impedigore. A small trigger warning for Impedigore, if you are sensitive about baby and child murder, this one might not be for you. I just wanted to throw that out there. That was very kind of you. Yeah. Because I know you know how you have like a puppy and animal things. Some people have kid things. So I think it's important if we're going to cover puppy warnings, we should probably also cover little kid children warnings. That's definitely true. There aren't a ton of them. So no, Um, this one does not shy away from it. Sure doesn't. No. And it happens multiple times. There's really no avoiding it. No. Just skip this one so, if you if you don't like that. If that if that's not your thing, even though it's a very good movie, it's, it's just so maybe not for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as a reminder, we do tend to spoil movies, so continue at your own risk. Children shouldn't play with dead things. Is streaming on Tubby TV, Flex, Fling, and Plex. Holy cow! I cannot believe that I said all of those things. I'm so proud of you. Over them. Way to go. <laughs> And Impedigore is streaming on AMC Plus and Shudder. So make sure you check those out before continuing if you are spoiler sensitive. It's true. But before we jump into today's films, let's get started with a segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is The Free Fall. It's got a January 14th release date. Oh my god, it says 2022 and it's kind of blowing my mind a little bit. Um, how is it? I don't know where we are. Uh, how is it? It's directed by Adam Stillwell, who uh, we've discussed previously with The Triangle. Yeah, Adam Stillwell's a, a friend of modern horrors. We're excited to see uh, this new movie from him. And it's written by Kent Harper. The IMDb summary is, after attempting to take her own life, a young woman must wrestle with an overbearing husband. I mean, I did not get that from the trailer, but I am here for it. Me either, but I'm so excited. I don't, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here for it on <laughs> January 14th. I mean, the the trailer is very beautiful um, and there's some creepy imagery happening. But yeah, I don't, you don't really get much plot wise from the trailer. No, but I'm excited about that because I feel like a lot of times trailers overtell. And this is Absolutely. something that has piqued my interest um i adore adam i loved the triangle and i'm very excited to see to see this sean ashmore man what a what a get that's pretty exciting man i'm excited can't wait excited for adam and excited for uh to see the movie so same go ahead and check out that trailer i hope it's like i'm guessing guessing it's getting a digital release in january 
Um, it'll be actually uh, released in theaters and on demand on January 14th. Um, so go check it out in theaters on demand. Definitely check out the th- the uh, trailer <laughs> words. Creepy, creepy things. Creepy things uh, uh, afoot in the trailer. <laughs> Why am I talking like that? I don't know, but I liked it. Oh, my God. What are we doing for our first film today? Carly. We are going to be jumping into things with the classic from 1972, Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things. The this classic? One, I don't know. It was classic because okay. it's old. So Got it. I said classic. <laughs> I'm very tired right now. Is that what makes a classic? I'm just curious. I want to make sure we have the same definition of classic. I mean, it depends. Like, I think that word can be taken two ways. Sure. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. So I used it in one of those ways. Got it. I just Just wanted to know which one. I I understand now. The the old one. Uh, this one was requested by listener Mark S. Um, oh, he didn't leave much of a message, so we aren't 100% sure why he picked this one. But now he basically just said, I want you to watch this. And it was directed by this person. And that was it. So not a lot of insight there. Cool. So we did yeah. it. Because he yeah. said that too. <laughs> I'm doing great today. And that's what um, we do on Listener Request Month. How many hours of sleep did you get last night, I don't Carly? remember. Not that okay. many. Okay. I'm sleepy. Sure. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> this one was written and directed by Bob Clark, um, who also did our favorite, Black Christmas. Oh, I um, Also written by Alan Ornsby, uh, who did Porky's 2 and Cat People. The yes. IMDb uh- summary is... Six friends in a theatrical troupe dig up a corpse on an abandoned island to use in a mock satanic rite. It backfires with deadly consequences. I also wanted to note that Bob Clark also directed A Christmas Story, which is what Mark uh, wanted us to know about. In addition to Black Christmas, which is a final girl favorite. So I didn't know a lot about this one. I'm not huge on 70s horror movies. Um, And so this was an interesting watch. First thoughts, Carly. So I've heard this movie's title before, but didn't really know what it was about. Um, And so I just kind of. Do you know what it's about now? I feel like. The title is a bit misleading because these are anything but children. (laughs) And so I was like, oh, so no, these are adults. Why are we calling them children? Not a child to be found. I feel like I dwelled on that for a good portion of this movie. (laughs) Well, the director does refer to everyone as a child. My child, my children. Even though they're like all around the same age-ish. And that guy's Alan Ormsby, right? Yes. Figures. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this movie is not my cup of tea. 
I had a very hard time getting through it. I felt like I was watching Mystery Science Theater without the colorful commentary. Um, and, you know, the best part about Mystery Science Theater is the color- colorful commentary. So I had, <laughs> I had a hard time. I, maybe if I was watching with other people, watching this by myself felt like... I was in an alien spacecraft and forced to watch bad movies all the time, but alone. Surprise! Severe severe punishment. You were. Um, I I actually didn't mind. I actually didn't mind it. It took me a little bit to get into it. Um, Once I, I just did not like Alan Ornsby's character. I wanted him to die. He's not very nice. And it took a long time. Um, but this movie has really beautiful shots. I actually really liked a lot of the, um, cinematography and like the sets and the fog. There were a lot of things about it that I really, really did like. Um, but it, it definitely like took me a little bit to like get there, you know? Okay. I also don't feel like we really, like this movie doesn't really go anywhere. Like, it's just kind of like this <laughs> shitty guy who, like, desecrates burial grounds and then everybody dies. Well, you know, when I was watching, I was like, well, clearly this is just a first attempt at making a movie for someone in college. Sure. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, though. He was in his 30s. <laughs> <laughs> I believe had already made some movies. Um, so that's not what happened. But that's really what felt like it happened. Because it's like, oh, I'm just going to grab my buddies and make a movie. And um, no, I mean, maybe that's what happened. But it's it wasn't quite how I pictured it, if that's what happened. Um, the plot is non-existent. I think maybe he watched like Night of the Living Dead and was like, I could do something similar. I mean, this was his third. I think he did a short and then a movie and then this movie. Yeah. Right. So it it kind of was like a fun. I feel like it could have been. It did seem like let's just get a bunch of our friends together and like make a movie. I know. But I would like to think at 33, maybe you could put in some character development. Um, throw a little plot in there, even if it's superficial and surfacey. Like there is really like very little to go on here. <laughs> yeah, there see. isn't really much plot. I feel like they just wanted, you know, to make a zombie movie. I feel like isn't I briefly looked at the cast list when I was um trying to figure out what was going on with this movie. And like all of our main characters pretty much are like their real names are their character names. Yeah. Which is yeah. another thing that kind of made me think, oh, this is literally just like a weekend for fun movie. You know, but like, weren't we just talking about the triangle a moment ago? Yes. Oh, so good. And I mean, I know we have like maybe a 40 year difference between these two films but i would like to think like you know if you're making a movie with your friends like this shouldn't be the best you can do (laughs) i got nothing yeah i mean i think it's fine it's just for me i will never watch this again can i also say another thing you can say all the things 
So when I was l- looking up this movie before I saw it, it it listed as like comedy horror, and like I personally didn't find anything f- funny, up, like you know, about this movie. As in, like, sure. uh, uh, it never made me laugh in like an honest way. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it made me laugh in like a really like what the fuck yeah. kind of way. Mm-hmm, 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 Is this a comedy? Because I'm confused. <sighs> I mean, maybe it's supposed to be satirical. Okay. But I think that if we say it's satirical, I think we're giving it way too much credit. Yeah, I because didn't get I didn't get that. There's I don't get it either, but I'm also not someone who was alive and and experiencing life in the 1970s. Sure. So like maybe there's a thing we're missing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe this was hilarious in 1972. But like with my knowledge and life experiences, uh, no, to me, this is not a comedy. It's just bad. Um, but I mean, the, the makeup is so off. Like the corpse makeup is so bad. Like it's it's. It's there's just I don't I didn't see the good in it that you saw. I you didn't think it was see... pretty? No. No. I, it I made thought, me want to go on, like, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, because, like, that's kind of how it made me feel. <laughs> okay. It made you feel, you like, kind of I mean? nostalgic? <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> it looks like it was clear, like, it looked very set-like. I don't know how to explain it. There were moments where I was like, oh, that's really pretty. That so let's talk about the story do. a little bit. Let's try to work through the story and see if we can come up with a plot. I okay. So Alan is a director, right? Yeah. Okay. Alan is a director and he and his acting troupe, his theatrical troupe as it says in the summary, correct. Decide to go to this island, I'm guessing. I think it's an island, I'm not really sure, where there is a uh cemetery and they wanted to dig up dead bodies but i'm not sure why <laughs> i was just gonna ask um are they making a movie because there's like not really any film equipment they are, are they bringing in like a lot of equipment but use none of it yeah like they have large boxes and things they're bringing off the boat but i don't know what they are right and they have <laughs> And so they come in and they start, like, digging up bodies. And then there's these two gay men that, very stereotypical gay men, for some reason, that scare, like, Alan sets it up that they're in coffins dug underground so that when their friends un- unbury these corpses, they're, they they pop out at them. Like, it's just, it's like, who does this? <laughs> Nobody. This has never happened in real life ever. Like, this is so dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) This is so dangerous. And, and okay, maybe you're trying to get, like, some kind of acting response. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time a director did something extreme to... But, like, the cameras aren't even rolling at this point. Yeah, that's the point, right? Like, if the cameras were rolling during those scenes, that would be amazing, right? You'd get some really good shots that way. (laughs) 
Right, but he's just standing with there with his little scarf, watching. And he everyone. just laugh, just laughing yeah. at them, just la- like it's this huge joke. And they're like, "Ha ha! I almost literally killed this guy." Yeah. Also, I peed myself, which he proceeded to say seventeen thousand times. <laughs> yes, he did. I was like, "Okay, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. Good to know." And they're just digging up corpses. Pick up a corpse, bring it with them back to a house yeah. where Alan proceeds to marry it for some reason. Yeah, what's that about? I don't know. I do not know. I do not know. And does it have anything to do with the plot? No. Does it have anything to do with what happens? No, because we are led to believe that the only reason that these bodies rose from the dead is because... They did some kind of satanic ritual as a joke. So really, it's just a bunch of assholes doing a bunch of asshole things. Literally taking a corpse out of the ground and marrying it. And like, this isn't this isn't even a good version of Beetlejuice. I don't want to watch this one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I, uh. There's a lot of whys. It it seems like when they were writing the script, nobody said, but why? And that's weird. Sure. <laughs> like, it should be something that someone talks about. You know, like... I think like this one. Today, let's shoot uh, someone uh, marrying the corpse. Hey, Alan, I have a question. Why? <laughs> What's my motivation? Bob? Anybody? No? You're upset because I'm marrying the corpse? And, um... That's all you need to know. Yes, but why are you marrying the corpse? Yeah. <laughs> um, don't worry about it. <laughs> Just always wanted to marry corpse and seems like my moment. Okay, I guess. Let's do this thing. <laughs> and then he's laying with the corpse and I was like, is he going to consummate his marriage with the corpse? Yeah. <laughs> I like was waiting for some kind of weird corpse sex. I think I'm just very curious to know what this would have looked like as a remake. Well, I'm glad that I'm not glad that. All right. This remake didn't happen because Bob Clark passed away. Yeah. I'm glad that it didn't happen, obviously, for the reason it didn't happen. It sucks because it was about to happen. I'm curious. What if we got more of an explanation? Well, I would hope so. That's what I'm saying. Maybe he was like, things weren't 100%. Let's fix it. Let's hope 30 years, 35 years after the fact. Yeah. (laughs) They could have figured out a plot for this movie. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I got it now. Well, yeah, I guess we'll never know. Yeah. I don't know. It's, um, yeah, it's rough. And then there's like 20 minutes left in this movie. And then that's when there's zombies, when there's 20 minutes left. Yeah. It takes a long time to get there. <laughs> and then it's like over so fast. Yeah. And you don't really, I mean, you don't really see anything happen. I literally heard a zombie say roar. Roar. Yeah, that sounds about right. I love my favorite is when um, he and the girl are like running up the stairs. And it's almost like she just gently leans back and crowd surfs into the zombies. And he just looks at her and then turns around and runs the other way. Yeah. 
I definitely wrote, these are the least menacing zombies I've ever seen. Yeah. They're not, they're not very intimidating. They're the kind of zombies where you're like, you could just push them back, you know, and run and they're never going to catch you. No, you're good. Just don't like pull up anywhere. Otherwise, yeah. their numbers will take over. Sure. Yeah. So it was not my thing, to be honest. Yeah. It's, at least they all died, you know? Yeah. So that was good. And um, and now we just Mark, have a remote island full of zombies. Yes. Nothing bad could ever come of that. No. So, Mark, I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is one you enjoy, and but it was not for me. But thank you for the request, and we watched it. And, yeah. Zombie Island. Zombie Island. That would have been a better name. No, children shouldn't be with, play with dead things. They're not children. Well, they also humans shouldn't play with dead things. Is that a better title? Yes, yes, it's more accurate. Or just, or just it could just be you shouldn't play with dead things. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Or how about just don't play with dead things? Also works. Yeah, yeah. You just it's it's strictly children that you're upset about. I was expecting little children. Sure. To dig up some corpses. There's literally no children. None. A lot of adults that acted like children. That's true. So maybe that was part of it. Yeah. All right. (laughs) That's all we got for that one. Yeah. Next up, next up, we have Impedigore, which is a 2019 film, as requested by Armando, who messaged us and said, I would love it if you guys watched Impedigore, my favorite horror movie of last year. It's pretty unique and really captivating. Hope y'all like it. Uh, It's written and directed by Joko Anwar, who we previously discussed when we uh, had our Satan's Slaves episode. The IMDb summary is Maya, with her best friend Denny, tries to survive in a city without a family. She realized that she might inherit a property from her rich family. Maya returns to a village with Denny and unaware of the danger... That was awaiting for her. Whoa, I didn't read that right, but also it was written weird, right? <laughs> you killed it. I didn't. I, I murdered it. Yeah, yeah it was, same, it was same p- thing, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my second viewing of, of Impedigore. I watched it last year. Um, it's on Shudder. If you can bear the the little kid murders, like I highly recommend. It's only babies. It's not little kids. Um, I would recommend. Actually, there are little kids. Hmm. It's both. It's both. But the little but kids if are you can ghosts. handle that, if you can handle that, definitely. Like I recommend. Like I recommend. So good. This movie is so good. It is, right? I was so tired. Like I was I had a long day. Work was just long. It's just a long day. And I was like, I have to watch this movie like tonight. Right. And I was tired and I was like, maybe yeah. I should even like make coffee, you know? <laughs> sure. And I was like, well, but if I, you know, I had this whole conversation with myself. Well, and it's coffee. sometimes it's hard when it's like a and a foreign movie mm-hmm. too because you're like am i going to be able to follow this in my mindset it's not even like 
you don't want to watch it, but it's just like, I don't know if my brain is capable of following this right now. Exactly. And I was yeah. like, you know, if I like have coffee, I'll, I'll be awake, but I'll be awake all night and then I won't get any sleep tomorrow. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I watched this movie and after that first scene, I was like, I'm awake. I'm here. What else you got for me? This <laughs> movie is so amazing. Good. Yes. Yeah. And right off the bat, it's good. Yep. So there's a lot of people. I love that first scene so much. It's Ugh. great. Why aren't there more like toll horror oh God, scenes? Toll horror should be a thing. Toll I, horror. absolutely should be a thing. Is terrifying. I was it like. It really Who? is. I was like, get out of there. What are you I was like having <laughs> Where like a is she going to go? Oh There's nowhere to go. Close the window. Like, why are you there by yourself? I was like <sighs> yelling at the TV. It's her job oh. to be there by herself, man. And she's on the phone with her friend. It's very tense. It's very good. It's and just, you can see him and he's crazy. Whew. I mean, he and the thing is great is he doesn't really look crazy. Does he? He. I mean, I mean, he definitely like looks crazy when he's there and he's like asking her these questions and she's like, no, that's I feel not like my he name. looks like he hasn't slept. Yeah. But I don't think he looks crazy. I think he, he a looks crazy. I sure. Maybe I mean, a tiny bit. Not in the sense of like he looks like he just came from an insane insane asylum. Right. But definitely like he's not here to like, you know, sell you. Girl Scout cookies. You know what this I mean? This isn't Jason vibes, but this also is pretty much every woman's worst nightmare. <laughs> My favorite is that scene where he's walking back to his car and you see him yeah. pull out the machete and then he's coming yeah. back. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? This is insane. Get out of yeah. there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So good. So, I'm like getting excited talking about it. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a good movie. You know, the funny thing is, is like we did Satan's Slaves and we loved that movie a lot. Mm -hmm. Like it's a very good, scary, kind of ghosty kind of movie, right? This one's better. So many people don't like this one better. So many people <gasps> like Satan's Slaves better, which I mean, good that you like both yeah. of them. But this one for me personally surpassed. I've spoken to quite a few people about this, and a lot of them don't like it that much, which blows what? my mind because I think it's great. <laughs> How? Who are you? I, I don't know. I don't know. But I am a little confused by that frame of reference because I think that this is just wonderful. This and I, I wasn't sure if I would like it upon rewatch. Um, there was definitely little things that I definitely forgot about, like the intricacies of the story at the end I forgot about. Um, and honestly, some of it like gets kind of confusing story-wise. So maybe that's part of it. Like maybe some of that gets lost. Um, but I will say like once you get it, like it's so good. And it, it's completely captivating throughout the entire movie. Oh my God, it's so good. Great characters. I'm super into Maya and Dan and Denny. I think they're great characters. I love their friendship. Um, all of the characters are really memorable and mm -hmm. and different. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's great, and I love watching Impedagore. I love watching Satan Slaves. I love this glimpse into like Indonesian life, which is so 
different and otherworldly to what, you know, we're familiar with, um, with the movies we typically watch. So, yeah. But so beautiful and done so well. Yes. Oh my gosh. And there were things uh, that I was like, oh, this person's in on it. This person's definitely in on it. You know what I mean? But like, I feel, I don't want to say too much because I feel like I don't, I really want, the, the end is just so bizarre and the like, it's not even necessarily a twist. It just really, um, it it just keeps going. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but in like the best way. And it, I like this movie so much because I feel like a lot of times in movies made stateside is they are all not all of them but like a lot of the more mainstream ones tend to feel very resolved at the end Mm -hmm. um in a certain way whereas this one it it kind of was like I don't know the end the res- the resolution was like almost just as terrifying as like how we got there to begin with does that make sense i really like the ending of this movie and i, yeah. I do kind of want to talk about it a little bit okay we don't have to talk about the intricacies of it but yeah. i would like to talk about how so basically we have maya she's with her friend she gets attacked while she's at work as a toll worker and almost dies very closely dies from this man with a machete and um, luckily, the cops can have guns in Indonesia, and he gets shot. I was because I definitely had to look it up. I'm like, oh, they can have guns because you know how a lot of foreign countries they can't have guns. Like we can have guns, um, or like we do have guns. I don't know if I should say can. Anyway, I always look that up when I watch foreign movies. I was like, can cops have guns? <laughs> or do cops have guns? Or do cops have guns? Yeah, that's a great one. Um, so anyway. He dies and she moves on with her life. She gets her and her friend open up like a clothing kind of kiosk in town and it's not super successful. And she finds out just doing some digging because this man that killed her knew stuff about her that she barely knew, um, like her real name and and her parents. So she does some research, does some digging, found out that her parents are from this small town and that they own this huge fucking house. So she's like, I'm going to go research what's going on. And her friend's like, I'm coming with you. You're not going alone. And they go to this little tiny village and they have to go by a horse and buggy, which is just mind blowing to me. Um, And I love that whole scene with them going through the woods. And I'm like, what year is it? I love this. (laughs) (laughs) Because when they're in the city, it seems very modern day. And then suddenly you're really transported to a different culture yeah you know even between the two towns so that was really interesting and then you know the town is very small and there's not a lot of people and everyone's a little weird and it's one of those things you go to the town you have to meet with the town elder like this shit's blowing my mind (laughs) i love because we kind of skipped ahead that she like finds that piece of paper in her leg yes and like on the bus there's like that man who like she shows it to and he's like this is like to to protect against ghosts yeah and like a bad man like wrote that or something like that and i was like oh my god what is happening she definitely found that like in her body which is just so weird to me yeah it's creepy it's creepy although that was the part i didn't love the most 
upon rewatch where I'm like, first of all, if you're pulling out that, it's going to be covered in blood. And also, like, she's barely holding it open. But when you look at the picture she took of it, it's, like, perfectly flat and, like, even... (laughs) And you can totally read it. I mean, you can't because it's in a different language, but it's legible. Yeah. Well, I just thought that I liked it because he, the guy at the beginning, cut her leg open seemingly to, like, get that out which is weird like how would he know about that that's what i was wondering too he wouldn't Hmm. now i'm thinking that and we never like that never comes as a resolution maybe he would if that was like a thing that you do like a cultural thing maybe in the town Mm -hmm. could be could be he saw the scar on her leg and maybe that is what made him want to cut it open and they knew that there was something going on because obviously sorry spoiler alert like if she was born without skin and then they, like, put the skin back on her, supposedly, also enclosing this, oh. like, thing that wards off the evil of the skin that they're covering her in. Oh, and interesting. You yeah, know? that's possible. Yeah. That's possible. Anyway, so, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, it's so fine. So her and her friend go to this town, and they're trying to figure out what, ha- what without letting people know who they are you know, pretending to be other people, they're kind of hanging out in this town and trying to figure out what's going on. But they're staying at the house, Mm -hmm. which is dilapidated and no one's lived in it forever. And people take note that they are and they're like, you can't stay here. And it it kind of just spirals from there. Yeah. They're like, we're university students. Yeah. Which they're obviously not. They're not university students. I love the whole like puppetry aspect too. I really like... All of the puppetry imagery is really beautiful and amazing. It's so gorgeous. But I know I wanted to talk about the end. I'm trying to think about how to approach it without spoiling. Like every detail. (laughs) So there's like, so there's like our main puppet master guy. Mm. And um, he kind of seems like the head of the town. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's the son of... um, I don't want to call her. I was going to call her like a witch doctor, but she definitely seemed like the town healer or seer. She's like an old lady that kind of oversees everything. Oh, interesting that you saw it that way. I kind of did, but now okay. I don't think. I just kind of think that she's like a witch. <laughs> sure. I mean, she is. Um, but and not a nice one. No, she is very evil. Um, she's been playing this whole town from the beginning. But anyway, yeah. Um, so the babies in this town are all born without skin. And so essentially this is where like the child thing comes in if you have a problem um, with this implication. You don't see it too much except for I guess towards the end you do um, where they essentially like kill all the babies um, because they're all born without skin. Yes. And they let one baby exist without skin, and he grew up to be in agonizing pain for the whole, his entire life. Yeah. So now they just kill all the babies. He's just been completely miserable, and like people yeah. have to go visit him in the woods and feed him. So they're just trying to break this curse, and they think the way to break the curse is to kill Maya mm-hmm. because they think she is the reason why there is a curse, which is why a guy hunted her down in the city to kill her, and why the entire town is after her. Yes. So. 
Um, and so she, her friend, like the, the guys, two, uh, two villagers essentially come to the dilapidated house that they're staying at and the friend answers the door and they're like, you can't be here. Like, I'm sorry, you have to leave because, you know, this house belongs to someone. And so like our leader man has like the deed and stuff and leader man, uh, Kai, was that his name? Sure. The puppet master. Yeah. I was calling the puppet master. Yeah. He has all the papers and blah, 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 blah. And so the friend thinking that she's like, you know, she knows her, she knows Maya doesn't want to say anything, but she kind of wants to just get the goods and get out of there. <laughs> says, well, I am, uh, I am the daughter, essentially. Like, yeah. this is my house. This is and my so house. And so they're like, oh, well, come with us and we'll give you the paperwork. And they end up killing her. And what they think, the way that they think that the, the, they're going to break the curse is by killing her and taking her skin. Was that? Yes. And um, making it into puppets. And making it into puppets. Yeah. And <laughs> it feels so like creepy. it's so weird. It feels like but I think that's how they're going to break the curse. I think that they think that's how they're going to break the curse. And there's numerous women in this town that are pregnant and like ready and to burst at any minute. So they're in a rush. They're trying they're to like get this done. Literally having babies every day. Yeah. Um, And so they're like, oh, I'm excited. Like so and so's babies basically do tonight. They're very on schedule. These babies. <laughs> Lots of babies. Um, so many babies. <laughs> all these babies are very punctual. And um, they basically learn, well, that wasn't the girl because the next baby was born without skin still. Right. Yeah. So then it's just like a hunt. from, And from there, basically, she makes another friend. The other friend she makes lives in the town. And basically, her mother is like, or her grandmother is like, a very intelligent elder yeah. seer kind of person. And basically what she tells her is that, you know, my grandma says that there's no way to ever get rid of the curse. There's just a way to change it. Right. So basically all I wanted to say was that the ending of this movie is that the curse never goes away, but it does evolve into something very different, which is arguably way more terrifying than, than what was happening to be totally see i didn't think that it i mean obviously it evolved but i think it yes. was because of the the mother i think if the kid if the son the kid he was is not a kid he is an adult um if the puppet master essentially had just perished and she hadn't have like then taken her life i feel like it wouldn't have been as agonizing if she just like fessed up kind of and was like yeah i was maybe wrong to lie to everybody do you know what i mean but she wasn't gonna do that she's oh no she wasn't she was very evil but i think grandma Um, like nice grandma was just a seer and could tell that that was what was gonna happen like there was really no never gonna be an end to it it was just gonna evolve into something different so very I, i love I love how this movie goes. I think the pacing's really good. The story's really good. The character development's really good. Um, it's beautiful to look at. Um, really, very few complaints. There are some like weird 
plot things, like little plot things, like I was saying with like we were saying with the piece of paper and the leg, which are cool little details, but maybe don't make a ton of sense. Um, but it's hard because with some of these movies, you got to wonder if anything's lost in translation, you know? Mm-hmm. So. You know, I really nothing... liked it. I re- there wasn't really anything that I feel like I would have done differently. There wasn't anything that staggeringly didn't make sense or staggeringly ruined the film or didn't yeah. work. Um, there might be little things that didn't quite make sense. But like I said, that could be cultural or even sure. translation issues for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's so good. If you haven't seen it and you can handle some baby murder, Empedicore is the way to go. <laughs> yeah. Not for everyone, but I think a uh, very solid, uh, solid movie. Even upon rewatch, I think I might have even liked it better the second time I watched it. I want to watch it again because I really, yeah. really liked it. I would watch it again, hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Big can't wait to same. see what else we get from this director. Ready for more things? Me too. Let's go. Let's do more things. Thank you. All right. Well, we have some time, Carly. Do you have anything like new going on in your life that you'd like to discuss? You oh, did a thing. I did. I you did, did a, a thing. thing. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Hold on one sec, guys. <laughs> sure. I'm trying to think of the exact name of it. It was the Yorkie-thon that yes. the Crypt Podcast, I think is what it was called. Why am I not finding the thing anywhere? <laughs> this is the worst. I did it anyway. On Saturday night. It I, was on Ariescope.com, yes. right? Yes. I participated in a script reading of the original Back to the Future um, script reading, essentially, for uh, the Save a Yorkie Rescue that the Movie Crypt podcast did. Um, they do it every year. This is the sixth annual Yorkie-thon, essentially, and it was 48 hours. Um, Adam Green's podcast, they literally do just like have a bunch of content going for 48 hours to raise money for this Yorkie rescue. Sounds exhausting. Yeah. I can you imagine? I can't imagine being awake for 48 hours. I would like, have a hard time with it. Amazing job. They raised over $37,000, which is really awesome. Um, but it was just so much fun. And my friend uh, Jared asked me to do it super last minute. And I literally, because my dad was in town this weekend, I literally almost was like, ah, I can't. My dad's in town. Um, But I asked him and and he was like, you should absolutely do it. And I was like, all right, fine. And I'm so happy that I did because it was a blasty blast. And I... Is there a way to watch it after the fact or did you only have the chance to watch it live? Do you know? I think you could only watch it live. Oh, that's a bummer. I know. That's a bummer. I checked in a few times. I had plans, so I couldn't just like watch it while you were on, but I definitely checked in a few times and you looked adorable, but Aww. I didn't get to hear you talk. What characters did you play? I played um, a few, ca- well, quite a few characters. I was mm. uh, the waitress, the operator, my most fun uh, one was definitely the 1950s talent agent. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> um, just like a bunch of, you know, uh, a bunch of different characters throughout the reading. It was it was a lot of fun. It sounds great. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, even 
for just a little bit. I appreciate it was just the for support. a little bit, but we, Tony and I were looking at like, oh, look at how cute she is. <laughs> I was like sitting there with the script in front of me because I was so paranoid that I was like gonna fuck up. <laughs> sure. Well, I didn't though. You were fine. You did great. Thank you. Just I fine. mean, I didn't hear you talk, but I'm sure you did great. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, I just hit my microphone. I was so excited. I hit my microphone. <laughs> So, yeah, hopefully uh, I'll be able to do more of those in the future. Exciting. Yeah. Um, oh, man, and the holidays are upon us. It's just crazy. This, this month is moving by so quickly. It's so um, fast. We even had our, our movie watch along with our listeners yeah. um, last week, which went really well. That was fun. We watched... Um, Silent Night, Deadly Night 3, which I think is my favorite of the Silent Night, Deadly Night films so far. Same. Same. I look forward to next year when we watch 4. It's going to be a blast, I think. So tune in next year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we might we might do one one or two before then, hopefully. Oh, yeah, but not Silent Night, Deadly Night. Not Silent Night, Deadly Night. That's Correct. true. That's a fact. So that was that was fun. And, you know, yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> I don't oh, have so too much to report on my end. I haven't been watching a ton of things. I have uh, been reading a lot um, and cooking and like baking and like this kind of my my December jam come the uh, the January exercise storm that's going to happen. I love <laughs> that. Yeah. Because right now it's like eat everything in sight. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that sounds delicious, though. I'm enjoying it while I can, for sure. Yeah. For sure. My dad and I went to a football game on Sunday. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. I actually had a lot of fun. So I'm not not a sports person. Yeah. I don't uh, follow. You don't have childhood trauma revolving around sports like I do. I don't at all. Okay. Um, I actually had a great sports re- or I had a great relationship with sports when I was little because I grew up in Chicago. And so the sure. Chicago Bulls were very important. Um, and but yeah, we went to it was the L.A. Uh, Chargers versus the New York Giants. So weird to hear you say that because they were the San Diego Chargers. Yes, they were fairly recently. OK, yes, they were. Um, go ahead and steal our sports teams fine cool. uh, i really and like I their colors that they're I mean, like really pretty <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't care personally um but yeah i mean like just a way to steal an entire sports team yep. la what a dick come to us um the stadium was unreal it literally looked like a spaceship um it was which really is great because our charger stadium was awful oh my god it, <laughs> it was, was like so beautiful apart. i was like yeah. just mesmerized at how gorgeous it was yeah um and it was just a lot of fun and it's funny because like my dad was a new york or is he is a new york giants fan and but he bought me uh a chargers jersey mm-hmm. and so i was like well i'm obviously gonna root for the chargers because like i'm wearing this adorable jersey you know <laughs> <laughs> So it felt good because my team won. <laughs> good for you. Good for yes. You. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, I like going to sporting events because you just kind of like eat food. Oh, this is another fun thing. We accidentally wandered into like this VIP section at mm-hmm. halftime that just had mm-hmm. a bunch of free food everywhere. 
my goodness. And at first I was very apprehensive because I am like a goody two shoes. And I was like, well, we didn't pay for this and we don't have the bracelet. And my dad just like going to town like on all of like the food options out there. And I was like, fine, I guess I'll have a fruit salad if we're here. (laughs) (laughs) And the cookies were very delicious. (laughs) I'm the same way. I'm like, I could never just like go in somewhere I'm not meant to be and just do things. I felt so uncomfortable, but it was like one of those things where like the the people at front were supposed to check to make sure you had a wristband. And so once yeah. you were in, you were in and nobody was like, do you have a wristband though? So right. it was like, you know, you just looked like you were supposed to be there. And so there was just like all this food everywhere. Wow. And anyway. you, so, wait, there's all this food everywhere and you selected fruit salad? Well, okay, so I also had... You are not sporting correctly if you're having <laughs> fruit salad. I don't know a lot about sports, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you aren't sporting correctly if fruit salad is involved. You're really not going to like the thing that I had that was like the meal part. It was like an eggplant sandwich, but it was like a little one. Oh, no, I love eggplant sandwiches. <laughs> so I had a little I mean, eggplant like sandwich. It. And then a fruit salad and then a cookie. How about like a chili dog? (laughs) Did not have that. I didn't really get near the hot food. Um, There was a line and like a lot of it, I couldn't really tell what was in it. So sure. Um, But the the stadium itself, yeah, the stadium itself did have vegan chili. And so my original plan was just to get that. But then, you know, the free food happened. So (laughs) your dad is like, is a pro. I like him. (laughs) <laughs> he is at that. He gets you in a lot of trouble, doesn't he? Yes. He's a troublemaker. I like He's your dad a, total a lot. Troublemaker. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fun. Oh, that man. sounds like it a was. good time. It was a blast. I had, I haven't I hadn't done anything that fun to be honest. Just, <laughs> just reading. I'm trying to think like I feel like I've gone somewhere but like I can't think of where I just feel like it's just like a lot of shopping like it's just Christmas shit you know yeah taking over the life which I love I love Christmas time and I love kind of just immersing myself with the season the holiday getting doing the shopping and the wrapping and the baking and the cooking and the decorating I have to do the wrapping and the shopping the wrapping and the, you haven't done the wrapping or the shopping yet no i'm very behind this fuck? year are you gonna do it like in person yeah yes okay yeah you're gonna have to There's well i don't want to do i don't want to do amazon i don't trust no i've been dealing guys i work like i manage a customer care team and the usps slash fedex slash dhl slash whatever else is going on right now is just a complete nightmare and so Personally, I don't want to have anything mailed to me <laughs> at all. <laughs> so. I mean, that's fair. I haven't, I've been trying to do a lot more like in person shopping and way less Amazon shopping just in general because yeah. he has enough money. He doesn't need any more. He, he's good. No, Jeff he, Bezos he's can fine. suck it. He can handle it. <laughs> Um, and there's like a lot of cute, um, like my, the place where I usually go see movies, um, they have like, it's, like kind of like a Santa's village situation, but they have like a lot of like little kiosks with things that aren't usually there. And so I feel like I just kind of want to go there with my dollars and just pick out, you know, cute 
presents for people. Absolutely. Shop local, people. I love that. I have like a couple little like things like that, especially the malls right now are really big on that. And I have a um, one of my malls near me has an entire like giant open space with a bunch of different kiosks with different like local artists and people selling their things. So I love it. It's just so it's a great place to buy gifts and, you know, support people locally. So I've been doing a lot of that, too. Nice. For sure. Um, Not 100 percent. It's hard to do it 100 percent, especially when there's certain people that like very specific things. But for the most part, trying to stick to that. I love it. It's perfect. Absolutely. So that's it. It's nice when you have the time. I mean, not everyone can do it, but yeah, no, for sure. It's nice. It's nice when you can. Anyway. okay. should we spin this wheel? Spin it. Oh, my God. Okay, let me get my my app open. I'll get just watch open. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm going to spin this freaking wheel. Okay, you ready? Yes. Turn the, I got to turn the volume up, Carly. I can't hear little it. little thing you might know about me, I usually keep my volume very low. I keep my brightness very low. And my brightness super, People especially at I'm night. <laughs> that shit is down. Okay, ready? Here we go. Okay, first up, Housebound. Woo! Okay. So Housebound is streaming on Shudder, Tubby, Hoopla, and AMC+. Wow, lots of options there yeah. for Housebound. Awesome. I'm excited to rewatch that one. Okay, in our next our next request, let's see. The Visitor. Ooh. I don't think I've seen that one yet. I have not. Which, what year is it from? Oh, great question. Is it the 70s one? I don't know. I don't know. Because I guess there's two. It's requested by Desi. Let me go look at Desi's um, email to see if he gives us I'm assuming it's the the 79 one because I'm looking at this other one and that is not horror. I, I probably then. Okay. I would say it's probably a horror movie. There's an eyeball were. involved. Oh. And like I like monster claws. I like eyeballs. Ooh, monster claws. Yeah. Okay, so the visitor from 1979 is available on AMC Plus, Hoopla, Tubby, Canopy, Something with a Penguin, Shudder, <laughs> and Spectrum on Demand. The penguin is Fandor. I've never heard of that before. Mm. This one's going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, Desi even says it's um, batshit crazy. Love so. it. Something to look forward to. We're here for okay. it. And, and let's see. Uh, Housebound was uh, requested by Mondo. So that'll be great. Yay. I'm excited to rewatch and watch a new movie. Yes. Very good. Thank you guys for your requests. If you requested something and we haven't covered it yet, um, we still have one more episode after next, right? Yes. I believe so. So we could still request yours. If we don't, we'll keep it on our wheel. We'll keep it on our wheel. We might eventually get to it. Thanks for your patience. Yes. <laughs> Anything else? No. Are we done? Okay. I guess that's <laughs> it. It's a little bit shorter of an episode this week. Until next week, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Carly. 